morning, troops, and welcome to the With Mates podcast, episode five. And this time, we're doing it properly. We're going to review a series from episode one. So this week, we will be reviewing the new Marvel series on Disney+, Plus, The Falcon and Winter Soldier. And today, I am delighted to be joined by a former Jesse Tone, a dear close friend of mine, a mate. It's Joseph McCristo. What's happening, Joe boy? Uh, thanks. To, I'm happy to be here, Andrew. I mean, that introduction, I mean, you can't beat such an introduction like that. Don't get me wrong, I am, I am the fourth to come here, so... I mean, you know, it's fine. Fourth? Are you fourth? I think you're more than fourth, mate. <laughs> fifth, actually. Fifth, fifth, fifth band member, but you're Anglic. Uh, I, 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 I had four, then I had six, and then I had uh, one, so you're, you're twelfth. But was, um, I, I was going to was... introduce you, I was going to introduce you as Big Daddy, but I'll, 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 <laughs> I'd, need to, I'd need to give people context. So context. both myself and Joe have had really busy lockdowns, you know. I started a podcast. Joe had a baby. So yes. how how are things going in the household, Joe? How's how's the Wayne? How's the missus? Things are great. It's been brilliant for me because I'm feeding him at three in the morning, which means I can watch all my TV. So <laughs> you know it's great. I've been <laughs> most most of the, the Marvel stuff I've been watched at very early morning, but um, early it's been good. It. It's been good. How's he getting on? Is he is he is he doing well? Ah, he's doing great, mate. He's doing well. Um, good, man. I mean off. Oh. He's my offspring, of course. Exactly, he's mate. He's just got to be the most <laughs> arrogant, good-looking young man to yes, come across uh, a nursery. Um, so, Joe, uh, just to kind of, as we start off, I like to introduce people how I know them. Again, as I said, Joe is a, was a member of the Jersey Tones. He did the smart thing and got out early, unlike myself. <laughs> nah, Joe, again, I keep making these jokes at the start, and if anybody at F3 is listening, I apologise. I can't wait to start gigging again. Um, but, um, uh, yeah, me and Joe... Me and Joe we didn't start off at like button heads, but me and Joe get very combative and big personalities. So like, I don't think we either of us would eat each other's favourite persons. And then we both softened to each other and, and we yeah. became good buddies. But Joe, I miss you, mate. I do miss you, man. Obviously, we, we would see each other every week. We would get to... Mm-hmm. this is the, And again, another reason why I've started this podcast is yep. missing that connection, missing having my friends to talk. Obviously, lockdown um, highlighted that more. But obviously, not having yourself... Because we would go and see the we go see all the films and stuff at midnight and stuff like that. So um I'm happy to here. Um we're obviously going to talk about Winter Soldier and uh, the Falcon series, but yeah, been on uh Curtis. Curtis was on the the, the first episode of yeah. With Mates and he started his own the Comic Nation podcast. You've been on that. So what, what were your thoughts of the One Division series overall? Um I thought it was good. I, initially when I, I, I I've listened to your podcast and, and some of the reviews from obviously the jerseys and then the kind of 100 movie people and it was actually mm. quite interesting to get see the different views um but actually see if that was 10 episodes of just a dick van dyke type sitcom i would have been delighted like i love no context i just love the fact <laughs> that we're seeing these characters that obviously over the last kind of 10 years or so and obviously one and vision are quite new but i was totally sold from like the first two episodes I was sadly I think, disappointed when it broke out of it. <laughs> I was going to say, I think that there's there's very much two camps to One Division because there's people that I know that are like, what the fuck were those first couple of episodes? Why would they do that? And then you've yeah. got the other camp and it seems to be the people that really are Marvel fans that enjoyed mm-hmm. the, the earlier episodes yeah, and then yeah. they're like, oh, it, it became like a paint-by-numbers Marvel thing at the end. Yeah. Um, so it, it is interesting. Again, I was the same as you, mate. I, I thoroughly enjoyed the, the whole... Uh, sitcom referencing and things like that but 
we'll move on now. So obviously you enjoyed that series. We're now moving mm-hmm. on to Marvel's second series. I do think that WandaVision did set the bar quite high, but mm-hmm. from the get-go of Falcon and Winter Soldier, this is Marvel. This is what Marvel do. We're going yeah. action. We're going superhero battles. We're going all this kind of stuff. But what I thought was lovely was we got the start. We see Sam Wilson looking at the shield. We hear the voice over a cap saying, um, hearing Sam say it feels like someone else's. And he's like, well, it's not. So it, it starts off at a somber note and then we get straight into the action mm-hmm. and we see, and, and again, as soon as like when it started, you obviously get that lovely somber moment. And then as soon as that action started, I was like, yes, we're in. I literally vocalized <laughs> that. I was going, here we go. Looked yeah. great. Star Wars kind of style. Um as he's flying through yeah. the cliffs and stuff. What did, what did you make of the opening of it? Like the somber moment and then getting straight into the action? Yeah. That, that's what, this is what I grew up with Marvel, you know, and loved about the fact that it is, you've always got the kind of undertone story of each of the characters in, in the bigger picture. And it starts off quite clearly about, you know, where they were at and where they've been. Obviously they talk about just after um, Endgame. Um, and then straight into knowing that obviously Sam is, is back to being a soldier, um, you know, being used by, the army um, and the fight scene for, was phenomenal. To be honest, we've yeah. never really seen is, other than I'm trying to think of like flying scene fights, if you like. Sometimes, yeah, a lot. Than, obviously, one division did it there, but it's a very different. Really it's a, it a very different kind of flight battle, though. So obviously, you've mm-hmm. got the whole um, like cosmic power where it's like pretending to to like flashes of light. It's a magic power, whereas this is very yeah. much like an air combat. Like it has mm. buttons as much as he's got yeah. a flying suit on. It's guns, it's missiles, it's things like that. So it's yeah. taking us back to that very first Iron Man where you see him flying against like the the, the jets. So yeah. Sam's coming up against these um, uh, what are they called helicopters and things like that. But the mm-hmm. one thing that, that that was a lovely be surprise, and I'm and I'm enjoying it so much. I enjoyed it in one division, and I'm going to enjoy it in this one. Is the callbacks? So we got George mm-hmm. St. Pierre come back. As Mate, I've actually got Matt it wrote down. Of how how excited I was when I seen yeah. him in this because but I was this like, the, unreal. This is what's great about it though is like obviously in the first one you got Jimmy Woo and you got Darcy and things like that. Mm. And this one we bring back and it's what it's what um, Marvel do really well. They, they don't kill off villains because they can bring them back. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And someone is it was it was a great scene in Winter Soldier that George St Pierre had as Batroc, but. Yeah, to bring him back is something is some again another just a wee simple fight scene, and again yep. they didn't show him dying, so more than likely he'll probably come back, whether it is later in the series or down the line in another MCU project. But mm-hmm. I do like the way they. It's a very much fill the gaps. I think yep. going into going into one division, I was like, right, what are they going to do? How are they going to like? A lot of people were rumoring like, oh, are we going to get this character? Is are they, are they going to reveal the the mutants? To me, going by. WandaVision in this first episode, I think it's a fill the gap thing. As you said, you, you like seeing the, the the side characters like Wanda and like. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah. what w- w- what do you think of the aspect of? Do you like the fact that it is very much a separate entity that I don't think you really necessarily have to to watch the series mm-hmm. to understand what's happening in the movies, or would you like it to be more integral to the films? I think it's hard because you you play it to. You play, as you say, you always play two different kind of viewers. You play to those who are very, you know, very like Star Wars, you know, like Clone Wars. Everything's linked right down to the, the computer games. 
I think they could go that way and, and they would satisfy a very large majority of viewers. But I think you have to play to those who maybe just want to pick it up. Maybe somebody's bought Disney Plus and they're going, Winter Soldier looks cool, Falcon Winter Soldier, let's pick it up. Um, and they don't need to know a massive backstory because even even like you talked about the the, the the early stages about Cap and the Shield and stuff, if you were never a viewer, you could figure out who Captain America is and that he's not here anymore. And that's enough to get you kind of interested in what's happening with Falcon's kind of story and where his mental state is. Um, and very similar to the Winter Soldier, which we'll go on to, you know, starting off seeing that he's obviously in therapy. So you don't necessarily need to have seen it all before, but it definitely helps. It definitely helps as a viewer um, to understand the backstory. I do. I do think. I think that. I think they're really finding the level of content in terms of splitting between the series and the films. I think they're balancing mm. that really well. So, like for instance, the, the the one that I always kind of come back to is when when the film Rogue One, Star Wars film Rogue One, came out. I read the novel, which happens literally just before the film starts, and it didn't really give you much more else that was going to, it, it, didn't, it didn't give you more information that was like integral to the film, but I'd been mm-hmm. introduced to some of those characters. I'd been introduced yep. to Mads Mikkelsen's character. I'd been introduced to other characters. So I had prior feelings to, 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 um, to, to these characters before going into the film. So I think with this, as you say, we're talking about like um, Winter Soldier in therapy and things like that. I think it gives you, if you watch the series, you'll have that much more compassion and that much more information going into mm-hmm. the films. So you'll maybe care that much more, and you'll you you'll just maybe get a wee bit more out of it. Whereas I don't of think course. it's a necess- I don't think it's necessary that you do watch them. Obviously, I'm going to watch everything. You're more than likely the same. You're yep. going to watch everything. But I, I do think they've got a really nice balance of we're going to give you this wee bit, but it's not going to mm-hmm. ruin anything going forward. It's not going to yep. people aren't going to miss anything out if they don't watch this series. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously we, we, we spoke about um, Sam a wee bit. There was a lovely wee scene again um, with oh, what was the name? It was a it was Joaquin, it was the other mm-hmm. soldier that, that was tracking yep. him while fighting. Um, it was a lovely wee scene because we're forgetting as well. This this series takes place uh, six months after Endgame, so you're still mm-hmm. getting this idea of people coming back to, mm-hmm. to back to life after five years, and you get that lovely scene where. The, the man comes up to to Falcon to Sam and he's like oh because of you you saved my you saved my wife you brought my wife back to me or you brought my yeah. daughter his wife or daughter but you brought you brought my love button mm-hmm. back to me and it's nice seeing those kind of moments where it's like it it seems real life where if you did mm-hmm. come across this guy and go mate because of you I have my family back so mm-hmm. it started off really well with a somber moment to cap big action scene and then again you kind of you bring it back down, you level it out when you get this nice wee mm-hmm. moment where he's thanking him for his loved one. We also get introduced to, I'm assuming, the main villain group, which were the Flag mm-hmm. Smashers. He does this mm-hmm. wee simple AR thing. Yeah. Um, do you know much about those characters, Joe? <sighs> this was my first introduction, really. I, I, I didn't really know much about who they were, um, yeah. other than, which to be fair, you know, to me, I sometimes like that, because mm-hmm. I suppose there's, you're going to get the people that have heard of these before and have read the comics and have done such and such, so there's no surprises. But for me, because I know a lot about the other side of Marvel and some of the other characters and the villains, yeah. it's quite nice to... I was kind of like, who's this guy? I have no idea. So but that's it. 
I, I like that as well. Like when you do get the introduction of people like Guardians of the Galaxy, I never fucking clue who they were. Do you know what I mean? But then, <laughs> but, the, but then you go and you maybe research it and go right. Okay, I'll see yeah. what this is. So it's essentially what it looks like is the Flag Smashers. Their their idea is it was better before everyone came back. We all want mm-hmm. we want it just to be one kind of big. Is it uh, by the way? Is it Flag Snatchers or Smashers? Smashers, I think. Either way. They don't Either like way, no, just, just they in don't case like somebody flags, mate. Up. <laughs> Call me up if they want. Please do. In fact, comment, so comment, like, subscribe, all that. If you want to give me abuse, come give me abuse on Facebook. But I'm listening to that with podcast. Um, but yeah, so we get the introduction of those. Hopefully, I, I like the guy that played um, Joaquin, uh, the, mm. the soldier. He, he, I hope he kind of sticks around yeah. for a wee bit. And then we get a nice wee flashback. Mm. We go back in time and we see Winter Soldier when he was the Winter Soldier. Um, again, a lovely wee like skate, like jump scare moment where he punches through the wall, pulls the guy. Like, like Winter Soldier is legit Aye. one of my favorite characters in this man. He's like <laughs> the way he gets introduced in Winter Soldier, and then every time when you see him in that kind of time period, mm-hmm. he's he's fucking nuts, man. And it's in mm-hmm. um, what's his name that plays him? Um, Sebastian Stan. Oh. Sebastian Stan yeah. does brilliant as he portrays him. So again, we see him going after a target. Hydra sent him after a target. And then a, a, a guy that we're going to talk about a wee bit later on, couldn't mm-hmm. get into his hotel room and he gets shot. And it's just a dream. And as you say, Joe, yep. we get to see him in um, in the in, in therapy and stuff, which I'd love to, uh, like, so I'll, I'll put a question to you. Do you like mm-hmm. the fact that they're really trying to normalise mm-hmm. the, these superheroes? So you get the grand scale of WandaVision where you've got, like, mm-hmm powers and magic and all this whereas the first couple of things that we've seen in this series is Sam dealing with the death of a mentor mm-hmm. and of a friend and then Bucky mm-hmm. having to deal with his mental health like is yeah. that something that you're enjoying like you enjoyed in this episode t- uh, for, for instance? De- definitely I think because we are so used to the hectic world of gods and you know like you know world, literally world destroyers to come back to the simple fact that these are human beings. They were humans first. And yes, they've had alterations. Somebody's got a, Falcon's got a suit. Winter Soldier has got a bigger backstory uh, and, a, and obviously a very strong mechanical arm. But ultimately the presence is they are they're humans first. And I think it's great to show that everything that's happened to them has now, it's now not necessarily starting to have an impact, but we're getting to see more than just, we go out and fight, we go home and that's it. We get to see a real yeah. backstory behind them um, and the real struggles that happen. With humans and and that's evident with Sam. You know, it's quite clear that he's got financial issues with his, his yep. sister, and um, yep. which I thought again was a great introduction to that because it's a very similar storyline to modern day soldiers. In fact, you yep. know, people go to the army, come back, and they've got financial difficulties. They're not looked after for the government. Here's a man who literally stopped, you know, the world. A brought you know billions of people back to life, and B. Yep stopped aliens destroying the planet but yet he's still skint he's still got human problems <laughs> you know it's, he's still it's, a, it's just it's just crazy and but it's a really cool intro and again a reason why if you've never seen it before you can relate very quickly to these characters where there's someone like thor or the hulk it's very hard to have that connection like you can see yourself in these characters yep entirely i i, I couldn't have said it better myself i think I think that is the one thing that this series or the, the series going forward, you're going to, because you've got six hours. So obviously this is a six part series. We've got nine episodes in the last one. This is six parts. I was delighted when I seen the first episode was 49 minutes. So we're mm-hmm. roughly going to get four or five, six hours of content, of backstory, 
and it is it's something like as you say like you, you're watching these otherworldly fights you're seeing like the the portal scene and endgame for me still chokes me up i still get goosebumps when i see it it's mm. fucking spectacular but mm. when you bring it down to a, a thing like this series and as you say you're, you're seeing people you're seeing a man deal with financial issues you're seeing a man deal with like ptsd over things that he'd done in his past and i i, I like the way that it grounds it and i like the way that, that, that we can use these series to give the back. Like, again, Wanda and Vision, they were good. I liked them pre mm-hmm. this series, but this series gave us so much more detail into their relationship and it made me care so much more about them. And for me, as I say, Winter Soldier, to me, I, I like that character, but everything yep. pre this series has always been, because he's fucking amazing at fighting and, and he put like, the, the choreography and it the, 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 just looks fucking badass. Mm-hmm. But... I would always ask people, are you team Cap or are you team Iron Man when it came to Civil mm-hmm. War? And I of was, course. and still am team Iron Man because fuck Winter Soldier, he killed his mum and dad. And yeah. that was the only reference that we got to, not the only reference, but it was mm-hmm. a big reference of what we got to, to, to Winter Soldier's past, to Bucky's past. Mm-hmm. This book shows you that he's got, he's harmed and hurt so many people in the past mm-hmm. and he's trying to, He's awfully he's, he's he's suffering from from like dreams and and he can't mm-hmm. sleep and all this kind of stuff. So he's trying to right his wrongs, yep. and it leads perfect. And, and I think that's really cool. And I hope we see more of that develop in terms yep. of like how he's he's struggling with his mental health. Like a hundred and what did they say? He was one hundred and six years old. Yeah. This guy, he says to the therapist, he's like, I have literally the only time I've ever had time to like sit on my arse was when I was in Wakanda, <laughs> the White Wolf. Yep. And then yeah. they came and got me, and I was in another war, disappeared, come back, another war. So yeah. I like this idea that this guy's finally kind of looking after himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorting issues that he's had in the well, past. Well, I thought it was quite interesting, though, where obviously the whole therapy is, is due to him getting a pardon and he must go to go yeah. into therapy, which I thought was interesting. So, again, another man who, yes, was clearly a criminal, killed loads of people, um, but we you know, helped with saving the planet, if you like, saving the mm-hmm. world. And, you know, they go, right, we'll let you away with all those murders, but you better go to therapy because we don't know when you could just click again. You could turn yeah. back into something that we are then going to struggle with, mm-hmm. so to say. So it was quite interesting. So not only is he going through therapy, it's because if he doesn't, he could be locked up. So yeah. there's like this feeling where he, he has to be open, he has to be honest, but He's doing it but you can see, he's you, had to, and it's quite yeah, but you can see that you you see that struggle with the scene where he's where he's like, oh, I got one, uh, and she's like, did you follow the rules? And he's like, yeah, I followed the rules, and you and you go back and you go, he didn't, he didn't quite follow the rules, but he did mm. kind of restrain himself from what he what he used to be or what he once was. Yeah. Um, so you do see that struggle, as you say, it's it's mandatory therapy that the guy's going through, and he has to do it, otherwise he'll end up in jail. So I, I think it is a nice touch to that's the reason he's there, but there obviously mm. is a want. Yeah, because again, like but, realistically, you're a winter soldier. You're a super soldier. If he didn't want to be there, he didn't. He doesn't need to be there. But I think he knows it's probably best for him to. to totally, to do but I think from when the ther- the therapist challenges him because he says he wants peace, and she says, basically, don't bullshit me. Like you, you, you don't want peace. But part of me makes me think it's because the therapy is also so. At any point they need a soldier, another soldier like him, they can call on him, like they have yeah. done. Clearly, he's doing work for them. So. She doesn't want him to say, "Yeah, I want peace now. Go away and live in the farm and do a do a um, 
uh, Thanos and just look at the aye. look at the, the lake or whatever. The they, aye, they, they, aye. So they still want him to be a soldier. It's quite yeah. clear. So I think he's obviously caught between a rock and a hard place right now. Yeah. So we see as well, um, you've, you've kind of touched upon what Sam's going through as well. So obviously yeah. we're seeing Sam dealing with Cap's death. He's been given the mantle. He's been given the shield. It's too much for him. He's, he, he, he hands it. And when I seen this, I'm like, who the fuck does that? Give it to somebody else. Do not trust this fucking government. Do not trust yeah. these people. And we'll touch upon that later on. I have very strong feelings about that. But <laughs> um, he gives back the shield and we see his family. He's he, he talks about... I was going to say he talks about... I'm pretty sure it was in an Xbox advert uh, where he talks right. about uh, the last time I seen my nephews, they were babies and, and now they're five years old. And I'm like, uh, fuck, I'm, I'm even getting context in Xbox adverts for them. So they're <laughs> taking over fucking everything. But, um, yeah, so we see that he's, he's talking to his talking to his nephews, talking to his sisters. And as, as, as Joe said earlier, he's, he's got these financial issues. The family are struggling to make ends meet. And this is where... I'm, in fact, I'm not going to wait till later. I'm going to go on to now. Only in America... Could someone save not just the fucking planet, the entire universe, mm. and he gets knocked back for a fucking loan? <laughs> Fuck me. And if there's any Americans um, listening, I apologize if I offend you, but your country is ridiculous. It's fucking mental. Yeah. Yeah. So it's... we get the scene. So, sorry, Joe, what you saying? No, no, you're right. I mean, it's again, it's, it's an example of. You know, the, the, the bank clerk kind of said to them, you know, well, X amount, a billion people came back after being dead for five years. So, it, yep. you know, it really hurt our economy, which meant we were giving out money more to, you know, more than we ever did before. But it was the fact that they put the money beyond, before the man, you know, before yep. what everything he'd done. And all it was, all he was, was like a celebrity, but not but with no influence. So it was like, can I get a photo with you? But, but that's actually, it. I'm not giving you anything in return. That is the fuck it. That is that, that is a fucking horrible truth of reality. Is you'll have one person that will be standing outside a football stadium asking a footballer for an autograph, and then the next minute he'll be racially abusing, or he'll be he'll be he'll be abusing them on Twitter or whatever it is. And you do get that. You, you do get a sense of that. What's happening here? The guys the guys asking for a selfie, and he's like, "Oh my god, you're Falcon. Oh, you this, you're that." Asking him if Tony uh, Stark's giving him money or what's mm -hmm. how's he making money and stuff, and he's like, "Oh, you've you've not had any income for the last five years." He's like, "I'm not fucking been here. Like, obviously, I don't." Um, <laughs> and he's showing these contracts and things like that. So it's showing you that there is this kind of like again, you're you're seeing as well the the racial injustice and the 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 fact that it's, Joe, you you really it was a good point you touched on like this guy's a soldier and he's not being looked after after everything that he's done. I mean, even before he got into to being a superhero and to being mm. uh, uh, being the Falcon, it was yeah. a soldier that was that was helping troops that had come back. Like when we get introduced him in, in the Winter mm. Soldier movie, he was helping troops with therapy and group sessions and all that kind of stuff. And it is it just it, 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 it it's an it's a way of Marvel holding up a mirror to go. This is really happening just now. You're seeing these people mm. being mistreated. Um. So what we see with Sam, Sam is determined. He's like, I'm going to get the money and the sisters. Like, look. You can't just leave and then come back and try and play hero to make yourself feel better. So you get mm -hmm. this nice kind of um, juxtaposed to the two of them, Sam mm -hmm. and Sam and uh, Bucky, both trying to kind of wrong or write the things that went wrong or that they yeah. did wrong to make themselves feel better and stuff like that. But I thought, as I say again, 
you're getting the grandioso fight at the start and mm-hmm. it's a really nice balance as you say like coming in and you're seeing this soldier not getting supported and things like that yeah. so like was there anything else you took away for the, the whole Sam and his family and stuff like that? I think I think for me obviously the handover from the from the shield from Cap at the end of Endgame was because he felt that everything that Sam was epitomises what Captain America is because Captain America always says it's a, it's a symbol the suit you know it's you look back at when was it? I'm trying to think. Was it the was it the first Avengers when we talked about you know the fact that Cap was this old fashioned you know view of what a hero was and yeah. saying you know maybe we need a wee bit of old fashioned yeah 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 right and I think you know yeah and I think that's what kind of Cap saw from Sam you know you carry the buck because it's more of the the image of Captain America. Mm-hmm. And, and what that represents. And I think by seeing Sam's story, seeing all the kind of hardships he's going through, we're starting to get more of a personal touch about him, starting to really understand who he is rather than... Because he's only ever had X amount... It's not like he's had loads of scenes in, in the film. It's very, bit, very bitty other than Winter Soldier. So I think we're really getting to know who he is because if in future he does, and, or does take the mantle, if you like, then uh-huh. we can kind of relate to him a bit and... That's such a I good think point. That's, where it's going. that's such a good point. I've not thought of that because even even when even when he was given the shield at the end of Endgame, me included, I'm a, I'm assuming a lot of people thought, why the fuck is he not giving it to to Bucky? Bucky's his mm-hmm. best friend. Bucky's got yep. the super serum in him. Bucky's closer yep. to Winter Soldier. But as you're saying, like we are seeing this guy who doesn't have superpowers, but is still going into these battles. Who is trying to take care of his family, even if it is maybe a wee bit late. He's, he's mm-hmm. doing the right things. So it is like, even in the first uh, Captain America movie, uh, Sam, uh, Tommy Lee Jones wants to give it to this big fucking bully guy. And she's mm-hmm. like, no, he's like, no, no, good. Good is better, bad is worse. Mm-hmm. That's why they gave it to, to Skinny Steve. And I'm going, is that why then? That, that makes complete sense, as you say. We're mm-hmm. going to get to see Sam as why you should have been given the mantle as Captain America. Yeah. Fucking, yeah. I'm glad I fucking brought you on this podcast, Joe. You know <laughs> what you're um, So we get another lovely wee scene as well where we see more of the... I'm going to need to look it up. I think it's Flag, it's flag Smashers or Flag Snatchers. I, I've got, I wrote down Flag Snatchers, but, you know, remember I was watching it early mornings. So. <laughs> I know, three in the morning while you were changing away and feeding away. Right, so, it's, so it's Flag Smashers. So there Smashers. was there is a character in the MCU called Flag Smasher who had right. similar views to what I'm assuming um, this group are going to be. So it's basically, yep. it's, a, it's a group that are against the government, don't think the government are doing the right thing. I'll maybe join them. Um, and we see them robbing this bank, and we see the character of um, Joaquin Torres is trying to kind of yep. infiltrate and see what happens. And they get handed all these masks, things like that. And then we see that the, the thing that obviously you're going, right, what is he? The main guy that mm-hmm. comes out of the bank, hands off the money, uh, Joaquin tries to arrest him, or before he arrests him, he kicks somebody else, and then he fucking batters Joaquin. So he's obviously some sort of... Vigilante. Mm-hmm. Is, uh, is he a mutant? Is he like he's, mm-hmm. he's obviously got some sort of power, but it's yeah. like where and how did he get that power? And how does he get it, yeah. So and- I think that'll be a fun... I've already seen some theory videos looking okay. at like the credit titles, where it is maybe... It, they, they think it's the super serum that Cap's okay. had in that um, I think that makes had. more sense because 
I think I think that's exactly where I went in my mind straight away because he, he didn't, although he's wearing a mask, mm-hmm. and on the face of things, he didn't look like he had anything particularly unique about him, um, yeah. which would mean the serum could potentially be back in modern times, which is quite interesting. Um, yeah. But what I liked about that wee two-minute scene again, they bring in something like he's walking away with the money and he sees somebody getting harassed by the police yep. and he goes up and kicks the police officer. Didn't he need to do it if he was a real villain? He would have ignored that. So yeah. I think, again, it's them trying to tell us, is he like a, could he be like a Robin Hood-esque? Because he's brought in a lot of the public and he's... Yeah. And, he, and he's crime, if you like. A lot of them volunteered to be there. So almost think, like a modern day But I think that is it. I think you've hit the nail on the head. I think, I, I think the best villains are the villains that don't think what they're doing is wrong. Mm-hmm. So they, you, you could, like, there was a point, um, I'm sure in Infinity War, where, I'm kind of, where I was going, Thanos has got a point. Like, he's, like, he's making yep. sense. Yep. But he's still making the wrong, the wrong moral choice. Wrong. So... I'd be interested because obviously we know Daniel Brühl is in this series. We've seen him in the trailers. The guy that played um, Baron Zemo in Civil mm-hmm. War, he's back. Yeah. So I'm assuming he's going to be the main villain. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens with this group and mm-hmm. the, like the background of what and who they are. So hopefully yeah. we'll see more of that going into the series. But we see Torres takes a beating um, and he lets Sam know about it. But before we go on to the ending which I'm really interested to know your thoughts on, Joe. Uh, we see another wee bit of background on uh, Bucky. Bucky's made a, yep. a friend with a, a, an older Asian man. Yep. Looks after him. They go out to dinner together and things like that, and the guy sets him up with with this young girl. So they go on a date, and she talks about um, Bucky's older friend had lost his son, and I get a really lovely reveal I didn't even click until the end of like I had, the, the I episode agree. finished, and I was like, "Oh, that's what that was." So you get a mm-hmm. call back to the 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 flashback that we had earlier in the episode. The 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 gentleman that was struggling to get in his hotel room is actually now Bucky's now friend's son. So Bucky's killed that guy's mm-hmm. son. Yeah. Uh, uh, so he's obviously a name in his wee book, and I, I like the fact that he's not scrubbed up. Like, so he he's obviously made friends with this person, and he doesn't want to harm them or hurt them. By saying I killed yep. your son, he knows the damage. He's 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 seen what happened between Cap and Iron Man. So obviously mm-hmm. you're not going to get that yep. level of um, fight back for the old boy. But at no, the same no, time, he's no. like, he knows the damage that he's caused to so many people, and he still can't yep. bring himself to tell this boy. And I thought, I thought it was a really lovely scene. Like even just like the the relationship that he's managed to make with us all. Because again, you forget that that Bucky's 106. Aye. You forget exactly he also, that age. Aye, and you forget he was manipulated for a majority. Yeah. Of, like, you know, he was manipulated to become a soldier and, and brainwashed and hypnotised. So, you know, we forget that, that he's in there somewhere. And I think the, the, the book idea, which I, I'm sure they'll touch on in several times, and probably will play a big part towards the last couple of episodes, I imagine, where he's got a decision to make and somebody's on his book. That's kind of yeah. my prediction where he'll decide is this the right decision to make. But uh, it's quite interesting how they're kind of trying to show you that he's still in there somewhere. Yeah, there, there was an, I, I, again, I was watching, um, if you're in, if, if you're in, if you're listening and you're interested in like mm. uh, Easter eggs and spoiler things like that, uh, Nerdist do a really good breakdown um, on YouTube for, for Easter eggs. So they were, they, they had a look at the list and they were looking at what characters might be, but Zemo's name was on it. So whether that is uh, Daniel okay. Pearl's character 
maybe his dad or uh, who knows, it could be anybody, but it's Zemo's mm-hmm. on the list. So I think you're right in the sense of there might be a dilemma of how he's going to repay, repay or how he's going to um, mm-hmm. take care of people on his list. That That's something that I'm definitely interested in going forward. Mm-hmm. And I think, again, it just shows you that the damage that it's caused to Bucky, mm-hmm. not knowing what he's... Be, like, But he still feels responsible. Like, realistically, yeah. it's not his fault. He's been brainwashed, but he still has that deep down. He's that guy that protected Skinny Steve. Mm-hmm. Do you know yeah. what I mean? He's he's he's, yeah. a, he's a good guy, but he's just he's fucking like he's went through countless wars, killed. Mm-hmm. He's got a hit list as long as his arm. Like he's mm-hmm. he's been through it. But yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to see how his character develops. And Sebastian Stan plays him really really well. Yeah. Then we get to the end of the episode, which to me sums up my issue with America. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Captain America picked Sam. Who knows the who who knows better than Captain America of who should be the next Captain America? Mm-hmm. Going from a personal note, I'm a Manchester United fan. <laughs> Did Alex Ferguson picked his succe- uh, succeeder? No, mm-hmm. he picked yep. the next in line. He picked yep. David Moyes. It was the wrong fucking choice. But you respect <laughs> Sir Alex Ferguson's choice. You fucking yeah. listen to that man and you give him the reins. <laughs> Then you sack him mm-hmm. off in seven months Thanks. when you realise that he's fucking shite. <laughs> but the point, <laughs> the point I'm trying to make is if Captain America picks Sam, Sam's who it has to be. And then America, the government do what America do best. America didn't think that fucking Captain America was right. And then they make their own. No. They come up with their very own Captain America. John Walker is yep. the new Captain America. And my fuck, does that guy look weird in the costume? I mean, that I'm was no... na- that was weird. Aye, I'm I no mean, oil painting, really weird when I seen it. But Wyatt Russell looked so dweeby in uh, that. Like he's Wyatt Russell's. A, 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 I'm sitting looking at a photo of him now. He's not. A, he's not an, a, a bad looking person. But he's 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 no Steve Rogers. He's no Chris no. Evans. No. Um, so he, he he's a guy that you know your wife says, oh, "Don't worry about this guy at work. It's fine." And you go and see him and go, <laughs> "Oh, actually." I'm not that worried because he looks like a nerd. Whereas if it was the original, I would go, right, you're taking the shot. So you're, you're never leaving the house. But so you what's your what's your views on that? What's your theory on him then? Because I guess I have my my view on what I think he'll be and how it'll work. But so essentially the background that I know in this character is the government want the the, the, the so you've had the Sokovia Awards where it's uh, the Sokovia Accord, sorry, where they are like, right, you need to abide by these rules of law yeah. and of government. So, and Captain America was like, no, I'm not doing that because you're wrong and I know what's right and I'm going to do what's right. Mm-hmm. This is this is the government taking matters into their own hands. They're like, right, okay, we need a symbol. The people need people to look up to. You need people to, to be scared of. You need this, that you need this like icon. You need this hero. You need this symbol. And they've, they've picked their own, John Walker. So, what my what I'm interested in going forward is does he have the serum or, or the serum mm. or is he just a face like what yeah. Captain America was at the beginning? Yeah, I'm pretty sure in the comics that he got he got some sort of serum and stuff like that. But okay, to me, right. So we've got. In fact, this is this is a, a nice wee segue into to, yep. to to finishing up. We we got to the ending. The the government had taken the, the shield that. Um, Sam had donated to the Smithsonian 
and they've given it to this new Captain America that they've picked. We're going to make predictions then on where you think this storyline goes. So we've we've got the, the the players that we've got in place. So you've got Bucky, you've got mm-hmm. uh, Falcon, mm-hmm. you've got the Flag Smashers, and you've now got this new Captain America. You've got John Walker. Who's button heads? Who's the good guy? Who's the bad guy? You've also got Zemo. What, what's your reckoning for this? What do you think is coming up in the series? So I imagine that obviously they're going to need both Sam um, and James, both the Winter Soldier and Falcon, to to link together for one big mission, whatever that's going to be. They need they need to come together, and this is when we will see. I think leading up to that, you're going to see Sam's character basically still toy with the idea that Cap gave him the shield. It's going to be the build up. It's going to continue to think did I do make the right decision? He's going to continue mm. to question it. And I imagine eventually he will meet the Captain America that they have put in front of him and this guy will just be like an actor. Very like um, very like Iron Man, was it Iron Man 3? Iron was Man it? 3, with, with, yeah, with the Mandarin. I very like the Mandarin, I think. Listen, mate, I've just got a job today. It's fine. <laughs> there's, there, there's the shield and I think that's it. It's just going to be Sam toying between if he's ready to take over as the kind of Cap. I think, um, and this guy won't be anything other than a stooge. That's interesting. I think that is a good shout as well. I think that there is the other way that they could go where he has got the serum and this Mm -hmm. is a super soldier that they're going to try and control whether that is. What would be a fucking mental thing is if the American government have done to him what Hydra did to Bucky. Like that. That would be out of left field and that's just something that's popped into my head. I'm going, I wonder Mm -hmm. if that is, because to me I'm going... Mm -hmm. You're, you're seeing in um, WandaVision, Sword mm. try to make their own kind of sentient weapon, and it didn't mm. listen to them. They wanted to control the Avengers with the Sokovia Accords. That didn't work. Yep. Do they do they try and use that kind of shit with John Walker? I don't know. Again, so, I, I, I like getting introduced to these new people because I don't yeah. know the background. I learn as we go along and then I research yeah. and stuff. I don't like but that's the thing every episode that you have and every podcast you're going to have your theories will change and develop with more oh, yeah, information tight. you're going to Mate, get I didn't, I, didn't I, get do... one, I didn't get one theory right about fucking WandaVision that's the thing <laughs> like I'll make all these theories but they're fucking wrong I think I got I think I maybe got one but that was about it but, um, but I think that's a great idea and then so it's, it's obviously making out like you know there's a couple there's two or three potential villains that could be and Maybe they're trying to say, but you're not going to look at what's right in front of you, which is Captain America, who could be, you know, could be potentially the final fight between yeah. the Winter Soldier, Falcon, and the new Captain America. That yeah. would, I mean, that would be, let's be honest, that would be a pretty fun fight if he did have the serum. If you can, like if, if you can get to the, I don't think you can get to the levels, but if you can get close to that fight at the end of Civil War between Iron Man, Cap, and Winter Soldier, mm. oh, that fight. If you see, if you ever go back to Civil mm. War. It's not underrated. People don't not like it, but people don't talk about Civil War enough. Civil War is a fucking great movie. They mm. introduced Spider-Man and put him yep. on the same level as Cap. They introduced yep. uh, Black Panther and he's on the mm. same level as Cap. And he's like, as soon as you, there's, there's no doubt that this guy is one of the top fucking guys in the Avengers. Um, yep. You get the, obviously you get the, the airport scene and all that stuff, but that fight at the end of, uh, the end of the movie where, Winter Soldier, Cap, and Iron Man. Oh, mm-hmm. my days, man. I could watch that over and over again. It's oh, brilliant. phenomenal. It's phenomenal. So the, the interesting thing, obviously, talking about the end of Civil War as well, is we're still waiting on the introduction of Zemo, of mm-hmm. Daniel Brill's character. And I'm so glad he's back because I think he was really... 
underutilized in terms of I think he's a phenomenal actor and I would have loved to have seen him mm-hmm. more footage of him and more screen time of him. So hopefully we'll get a lot more of him in this series. It's it's how things interlink. So obviously the the flag smashers are against the government. The government mm-hmm. have just introduced this new Captain America. So to me in my head, mm-hmm. I'm going right, they're going to rebel against him. Does yep. that excuse me, does that then mean that Falcon and Winter Soldier are going to team up with the Flag Smashers? Does that mean mm-hmm. that, that Zemo is in charge of them? There's there's so many questions. Again, we're only in episode one, so it is complete guesswork. Yep. But the difference being is we've only got five more episodes. So this is a six-part series. The, the episodes yep. come thick and fast. But as far as this first episode goes, I think they've set it up really well in terms of giving us enough, enough bait to go yeah. you want to watch episode two and enough yeah. somber moments that make me interested in seeing more about these the, the character the development of definitely uh, and sam because don't get me wrong we, all, we do all love action but there needs to be context for everything you can't just have constant action and yep. the story the storyline's just weak and um, i mean we've seen marvel films where the storyline's not been great and it really has fell flat and and its face so it's good to see that the very first episode is let's not just jump over the fact that end games happened. Let's slight kind of discuss it, but also discuss history going back. You know, history like Bucky's own history individually. So you need that in the first episode, and then it does, as you say, it grips us for them what's to come. Right, we understand they're going through hardship. We're going to see the characters develop and how they deal with that throughout. But here's the main storyline. Here's how we. Here's who the biggest villain is, or here's the next mission, or whatever it's going to be. So it's yeah. quite good for that. I think that's it. I think I think that's entirely. It. I think I think there's so many different ways that they can go with this series. I'm looking forward mm. to see what they do, but mm. I don't know. I think I, I've got full trust in Marvel, as you say. They, they they develop their characters in a way that you care. So recently, the the, the Justice League movie came out. Um, the Snyder right. Cut. Yeah, I watched it. I'm going to review it later on in the week. Good. And that's my biggest issue is I don't really care about the, or well, with the, the first one this movie slightly different yeah, but yeah. The, the first Justice League I'm like you don't give me enough character development in the characters for me to that's exactly to, to, to they, really they rushed for me they rushed so like I know they've had individual films in DC yeah. so I know they've had them and then but they were never strong enough on their own individually to pull through to Justice League and go right we accept that Aquaman has had one film and now we need to love this guy. And don't get me wrong, to be fair, he is a good character. But He's a great... This is the thing as well. The yeah. casting is fantastic. I don't think yeah. they've done anything wrong in terms of the casting. But to me, and I understand why, because they didn't want to, to copy Marvel structure. Mm-hmm. But as you're saying, they've all had films. All their films came out after Justice League. Yeah. We, got, we, oh, yeah. we essentially got the Avengers before we got Iron Man, Captain yeah. America and Thor movies, which... Yeah doesn't make sense to me like again no. I'll, I'll go into it more in depth in, uh, when, I, when i review the, the the justice league um snyder cup but hmm. i think that's my big thing about why i love endgame and why i love infinity war is because i care about those characters and mm-hmm. when you see what they go through and i think that's why i'm going to enjoy this series is because we're getting a deeper dive into yeah. two side characters essentially and, and we're from- getting it's the same actors which is great you know yeah. and i know like it's easy to say that well everybody could do that, but we've seen it time and time again where actors haven't stayed the same. You know what I mean? Particularly yeah. within the DC world, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like yeah. DC are terrible for for swapping out, particularly Batman. So 
I think the fact the characters have stayed the same and then they're coming to TV is amazing. So where we would see them for three hours one time, we're getting to see them for, you know, a period of maybe six hours or whatever it's going to be over, you know, X amount of episodes. Um, and I think that's the one good thing that's came out of lockdown is the fact that Disney haven't rested. They haven't went, you know what, movies aren't out, cinemas aren't open, open so we'll just not give... We'll not do a Marvel film for three years. They've went, hmm, hold on a minute. We could bring out a TV series which continues yeah. the arc of the stories. And if anything, it allows us to develop. Because you would never have seen a Falcon Winter Soldier film. I don't think you would have ever seen that. I don't think it would have had loads of traction either as characters. I don't think you would go, I must go and see that film. But as yeah. a program, as a program, it really intrigues you because you're now getting more hours or more time to really develop the characters. But as I think. I completely agree with you. I don't think you would have ever got a Falcon uh, a Falcon movie. I don't think you would have got a, a Winter Soldier-centric, a Bucky film. Mm-hmm. But if this series hits as well as what I think WandaVision did and what I think the first... Is, is, if, it, if it keeps going from uh, as much as I enjoyed this first episode, it wouldn't surprise me if you then get a Falcon movie. Because because mm-hmm. no. if, you, if, you, if you then care about that character and he becomes popular, why wouldn't you do it? Mm-hmm. But the one and thing if I think, he becomes Captain America. Yeah, that too. Do you know what I mean? You can, you can go down mm-hmm. that route. But the one thing I completely agree with what you said in, ter- in terms of Disney is we went we went a year without any Marvel, which people will be going good, thank fuck there was too much yet. But for me, yeah. I missed it. I missed my superhero yeah. films and stuff like that. So to, to then get to the point where you're going, right, you've got WandaVision, uh, two weeks later you're going to have Winter Soldier Falcon, uh, about a month and a half after that you're going to get the Loki series hopefully if things have opened up you're going to get Black Widow movie. it's all just fucking conveyor belt of stuff and I am mm-hmm. fucking here for it but mm-hmm. the thing is as you say or the one thing to, to not counter what you say but to add to it is it, it, it's fucked with the timeline a timeline the timeline a little bit because um, going by their normal schedule uh, WandaVision was supposed to finish when it roughly did spring mm-hmm. And then the next film that was coming out was Doctor Strange Two, so they mm-hmm. were they were literally side by side coming out. Mm-hmm. So you would have got that story continuation. So to yeah. me, I'm interested in how they pivot. And now, so obviously, Black Widow is going to be a a flashback movie, mm-hmm. but it's like where does the timeline fit now? So we're roughly because we're kind of jumping back and forward. Because well, this is where it comes to having the diehards. So like the people that have watched them all. I mean, put it this way, Star Wars was 20 plus years apart from film to film, yeah. and all the episodes were all over the place, but it didn't stop people watching it, nor did it stop them understanding the timeline. So I think, yeah. although it is a bit frustrating, I think if you know your Marvel stuff and you enjoy it, you'll make it work. I'm not concerned about it at all. I think they'll, they'll manage it. I have got no reason to distrust what Marvel do, but the mm. one, the only, it's not a concern, but the only thing that I'm thinking in my head is uh, May was when we were supposed to see Doctor Strange. And we've been told Doctor Strange links with WandaVision and with Spider-Man. Spider-Man's confirmed coming out at the end of the year. It's coming out in November, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Does that fuck uh, with what we're going to find out in Doctor Strange? I'm assuming mm-hmm. not, or else they would have pushed it back. But it will be interesting to see. Again, I'm just living in hope. This vaccine fucking gets us out and gets me in at the cinema. I know, I know. But What do you think about, like, so... What do you think, though? The one thing that I noticed, and I know you guys maybe talked about it briefly, but the fact that every time Marvel bring out something, they talk about the links. So they talk about this film intertwines with this film and that film. Like, do you agree with giving that information, or do you, do you quite like not knowing? So, for example, like obviously at the end of this episode in Falcon and Winter Soldier, there was no cutscene. Yeah. Um, 
which was interesting because there had been cutscenes previously so um, and other stuff. So what's your thoughts around them keep telling us that these all link? Do you think that's a plan to say keep watching or...? I think... I, I don't mind it because it doesn't spoil anything necessarily. It's just mm. saying things that happen in this will have consequences later on in the films, which I'm happy about because I, I want it all to interlink. I'm thinking, I'm wondering if it's just because that's the first series they've announced. Look, things that happen in this have repercussions for these next two films that are coming out within the next year, year and a half. So mm. I don't know if that was to encourage people to watch this film because as I say, I'm going to watch everything that Marvel produce because I love yeah. it. But Same. there might be people going, I don't know, I don't fancy that. It's not really mm-hmm. my thing. I'm not, I'm not really a big TV person. But if you then hear, oh, it's going to, it's, it, what happens in this is going to be involved in Doctor Strange and mm-hmm. Spider-Man, you're maybe going to be more inclined to watch it. I try mm-hmm. and watch, I try and watch one trailer and I try and avoid announcements and spoilers and all that kind of thing. But I, I don't think saying, because they technically they all interlink but coming yeah. out and saying specifically this film, there, there will be big re- repercussions or there'll be big moments in this film that, that, that mm-hmm. get set up in WandaVision. I don't I don't think it's a problem, mm-hmm. but I don't know if I was like, if I, it's maybe more of a problem to, to um, regular viewers rather than like mm-hmm. MCU fanboys because like they're going, well, now do I need to watch this if I want to know uh-huh. what it And I don't think you necessarily do. Mm-hmm. I think if anything, you'll get like a, not like a recap, but they'll, they'll kind of talk about, oh, that time when uh, Wanda trapped that city, and you'll be like, oh, and then I'll maybe make you go back to watch the... Uh, what well, I think it does... Like, I mean, I think, uh, for me, I, I like more surprises, so obviously at the end of WandaVision, you see her floating, and she's doing the kind of Doctor Strange out-of-body experience, yeah. um, and, and it wasn't like a wow moment for me, personally, just because yeah. I'd I was waiting for Doctor Strange and then I got mm-hmm. her doing a kind of Doctor Strange-esque thing. So it wasn't like, wow, whereas if I had never heard anything about it, I wouldn't have thought at all about Doctor Strange. And I would have been like, wow. And in my head, I'm going, right, how is she doing that? And I would have probably Aye. just had more, I don't know, almost more like a reader's opinion rather than a viewer's opinion. So like when you read a book, you kind of create your own image of someone and your own yeah. story. Whereas when you watch a film, it's kind of put on you. you have, that's your character. So that is Wanda. There is no imagery so that i suppose that's where it spoils it a little bit for me but only just a smidge i mean I, i'm a big fan that they all still are trying to like them in and the stories go uh, right back to even re-watching so obviously a baby i've been re-watching pretty much marvel from start to finish and mm-hmm. you know watching things like ultron particularly ultron linking really really well with wanda envision because obviously yeah. that's the first time we'd introduced to data and seeing that even back then you know they it's Fun just incredible scary. how just incredible I, that how they can keep that going for so long and keeping the secrets, the big secrets, like, for example, the Mind Stone and stuff. So mm-hmm. I suppose one wee reveal isn't terrible. Do you know the, you know the thing? And again, I didn't really have a problem with this, but if I, if, I, if I could go back in time and say, don't do that, I would say don't do that. It's not really them revealing their interlinks. It's the whole, there's a cameo of Luke Skywalker proportion. Oh, mm. he's, he's, a, he's an actor. And I get it. They're trolling because we'll all bite uh-huh. but I knew there was a cameo coming into that series and then yep. when, I'm assuming the one that they meant was um, Quicksilver X-Men's Quicksilver yep. coming 
if I again like at that point when they knocked the door, I'm going, oh, it's the cameo, it's the cameo, because I knew something was coming. Whereas, yeah. So if I could, if I had a, I had more of an issue with that than I did saying, um, it links. Aye, of course. Yeah. And so if you know, but wait, oh, no, sorry, no, 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 sorry. No, I was just gonna say that, like for me, because I hadn't. That's the one thing I hadn't seen, so I hadn't heard anything about that cameo, and that's because I'm no as big as you. On my well, that, um, the, th- the thing is, though, is I didn't, so I didn't know who the cameo was. But I knew there, I knew there was one um, just because right, okay. like interviews where I think it was Elizabeth Olsen said that there's a there's a cameo Luke Skywalker and then Paul Bettany says oh there's still somebody to come and it's an actor that I've always uh, wanted okay. to work with and he didn't lie he was talking about uh, Cell which is fair yeah. enough <laughs> yeah. but, I, and that's it I mean I suppose you just need to, I suppose don't take it as serious sometimes I think yeah you're gonna you're gonna have you're gonna split views every single time and it was a prime example in some of your podcasts of how different people's views are well that's um, it uh, we we, we i would do different we, we different guests and they would all have like because again you, you're going to get the main theories like mephisto was a big theory in that yeah they didn't show up and again for me i'm going i don't mind i, I liked what they gave me whereas i think yeah. other people have that where the fuck was mephisto i want mephisto why the fuck's mephisto like you're like hey, come yeah yeah, they're, they're going to be making these films for the next 60 years. You will make an appearance. So That's to true. finish up, Joe, fuck it. We've had one episode. Let's let's, let's go big or go home. Let's make a prediction. Right. What's your, what's your, what do you want to see? And what do you think we will see in this series? Um, so I, I don't want to see Falcon as Captain America because I'm still holding out for some alternative reality where Cap still somehow comes back because... Not only is he good in the eye, he's a very good actor. Um, oh, I think you'll be waiting a while for that one, Joseph. <laughs> I know, um, but I think what will happen is I think eventually, you know, um, Falcon will make the decision that he is going to lead and he's going to take over um, as Captain America and he'll get the shield um, and the Winter Soldier. I, I have no idea how his character that's going to be. I think he'll just be a supporting act. I think it'll be like, like the old days where Cap um, and James were together fighting. I think it'll just be like that. I think it'll just be this moment where you're going, it's it's what he would have wanted years ago with Captain America, if that makes sense. It's probably that he's but he's getting it from Falcon. He never really got it with Cap as much. I know he did, I know they did yeah. side by side, but I think it's gonna be another one of those moments. So but then again, that's probably the most obvious prediction, but that's all I've got so far. That's not, not obvious at all, mate. Like, again, I think this can go so many different ways. So I'm gonna go the opposite way for you then. I'm gonna predict cool. that the the next Captain America will be Bucky. I'm going to say he gets to the end of this series. Um, he's crossed all the names off his list. He's essentially repented for him for his sins. I think Falcon will realise it was a mistake to give up the mantle, but the realisation mm-hmm. is I don't want to be the next Cap. I'm, I'm me, mm-hmm. and the real right. next Cap should be you, Bucky. And he'll give like I think yeah. Sam will get the shield back and give yeah. it to to Bucky. That's that's my. I do, I, to be honest, I do prefer that prediction because it stays in line with you know Cap being the kind of um, you know this with the serum and stuff like that as well. Yeah. So like he, he is still a, a crazy human being. Whereas Falcon yeah. is still weak. He's still. <gasps> is he too, dare you? Is he too? Is he too no, but is he too human? Because like yeah, I mean, I, th- I, I think that's an argument. That was my that was my big issue with him when he got the, the when he got the shield in the first place was. He's not. He's mm. not a superhero. He's a. He's a. He's. He's. He's Tony Stark without the suit. 
as much as he's, mm-hmm. he's got his Falcon suit. But yeah, I think that is it. Or his his Black Widow with us. Yeah, exactly. That was the thing as well. Is like when when he, when the fight started, I was like, oh fuck, he's good at fighting, isn't he? Like going up against GSP and taking him in the chin. Aye. But yeah, I'm really excited to see where this series goes. As I say, it's much shorter than the, or much much shorter. It's three episodes shorter um, than One Division. Six episodes. Mm-hmm. The first episode, 49 minutes long. I think they're they're going to. I don't think I can see it dipping under that. If anything, it'll maybe hit an hour. Yep. Um, but Joe, thank you so much for being on. Thanks for uh, me, the mate. With Mates podcast with me and discussing what uh, Falcon Winter Soldier episode one. Where can the lovely people listening find you on your socials? Find me on my socials. Mm-hmm. Probably just Instagram at josephmc92. I think that's mine. Go follow Joe on Instagram and see his gorgeous wee boy and all his Celtic propaganda that he posts because he's a big old... I've not actually spoke to you about that, mate. How are you feeling, mate? Are you needing a cuddle? I'm all right, mate. To be honest, thankfully, Disney brought out many programmes to keep me um, occupied <laughs> and and the world brought me a child. So, how, many, um, how many missed calls did you have for Gary Bennett? I didn't. I had one text. Um, well, I had a text and then I replied with a very humble response, which then came with what I can only describe as a novel um, text about them winning and stats and all sorts. And I just I just didn't bite because I thought Wait, I'd be here forever. When he was on this podcast, I, let, or I don't know if I said it on the podcast or if it was before we started recording, I said to him, Gary, mate, I've missed you, but I'm so glad that I've missed you, uh, Rangers winning the league, because you're insufferable when you were shite. So I could only imagine what you would be like when you're winning. <laughs> well, exactly. So, no, um, it's, it's, it shall not be discussed until next season. <laughs> That's fair enough, mate. But thanks again for joining me, Joe, mate. Really enjoyed your insight. Really enjoyed talking all things Marvel with you, because you got some good opinions, boy. So, ladies and gents, thanks very much for listening. If you want to follow the podcast, you can do so on Twitter at WithMatesPod and on Instagram and Facebook at WithMatesPodcast. Um, you can catch us on Spotify, on Apple. If you're listening on Apple, please, please, please give us a five-star review. It helps with the algorithms, gets us up that chart, and more people can listen. Um, let us know what your thoughts are on Winter Soldier and Falcon series so far on the first episode. What did you like? What did you dislike? Who's going to be more accurate on who's going to end up the new Captain America? Let us know on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that jazz. Until next week, thank you very much for listening. Latest on the Minjay.